The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit NerdistSchool.com. Hey, I'm Chris. And I'm Cameron. And we love Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and all the DC comic characters. And we think you might too. Or at least just Batman. (laughs) And like us, maybe you also yearn for a time when Superman wasn't so broody and Batman wasn't a mass murderer. So join us as we revisit Bruce Timm's classic DC animated universe that started up with Batman the Animated Series and runs through Superman, Justice League, and so much more. We talked about comic origins, inspirations of the films, character psychology, and why this is the definitive DC Comics adaptation. So check out Tim Talk on the Nerdist School Network, subscribe on iTunes, and listen to our latest episode every Tuesday. Why are you looking at me like that? Uh, no reason. Okay, it's getting creepy now. I was just thinking about things. People, you know, how they relate. Take you and me, for instance. We're very different. Very different, obviously. Human. Vampire. Woman. man Has someone been putting vodka in your blood? (laughs) See, you're funny. And I... I get off a good one every once in a while, but you... Angel, are you trying to say you love me? What? I love you too. You do? When did this... Angel loves me! I love him! Oh my god. You guys love us and we love you. We We love love you, you, Angel! Angel. (laughs) They were all saying it earlier, just in case this prophecy comes true and we all die. You're not going to want to hug, are you? Uh, No. God knows we've been through a lot together. That's really all I was trying to say, that we've been through so much together, you and me as friends. You've seen the good, and the not so good. Just like you have in me. And for the record, the good I've seen far outweighs the bad. Thanks. You too. Hey, what are friends for? If you ask me, they're for knocking you up and leaving you high and dry. Angel's been a very pregnant darling sitting on top of a landing, leading down to the lobby from outside. <laughs> Thank you for reading that stage direction. <laughs> it was very important. Uh, uh, welcome to another episode of Tall, Dark, and Broody. I'm one of your co-hosts, Kelly Nugent. I'm another of your co-hosts, Ryan Mogi. And today we are talking about two cuckoo crazy episodes of Angel. Cuckoo banana pants crazy. Are, I love it. <laughs> I was like, what? Stop. You, me, who, where? The I whole know. time. All of it. Loved All it. of it. It was so bananas. It was. There are things. Like, I can't even. There are so many things. There, I was like laughing out loud half the time. It was so crazy. It, I took a page of notes, but in my mind, I felt like I didn't write down half the things I should have written down because I was watching the show so hard. I was watching so hard. I was thrilled. I was like, when these episodes ended, I was like, I want to keep going. Oh. Like, it was like the best kind of cliffhangers. Like, it just mm-hmm. cuckoo crazy. Really great performances by everyone. Yes. Super happy. It also felt like it had been, when these stories picked up, it felt like it had been six months since the last episode yeah but apparently it'd been one week mm-hmm. i looked it up because i was like oh maybe it was like the winter break yeah maybe it's been a little while no 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 so they went from last week to this mm-hmm. like what was the last was it no they went from billy mm-hmm. to this mm-hmm. like lauren's play lauren was in his pajama he was in a terry cloth ro- terry cloth robe the last time we saw him and now yeah. he's fixed mm-hmm. angel yeah. is open to possibly a romantic feeling for cordelia yeah. Like everything it's it just feels like things moved a lot in the time between these last two episodes. And it does seem interesting too that like yes we have seen like the inklings of feelings that Angel has for mm-hmm. Cordelia just in that like there have been times where she's like said that he's handsome or 
Yeah. You know, and there's been like, she'll make some comment. He'll be like, oh, you think this? Yeah. Or um, he'll be protective of her and like they're sparring now. And then I feel like it's kind of crazy that all it took for it to go into full blown like love mm-hmm. is for what, for Fred to call it chiromption. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's also like, I love that Fred is not jealous. No, she's just she's happy. like over it. She's done. She's over it. She's like, I've been through things now. Yeah. I don't worry. I don't care. Yeah, I think I love that all it took was like a little bit of time in the real world for her to, for her uh-huh. to be like, oh, I didn't need to fall for the first guy. So. <laughs> there's like more guys. There's more. There are two other really hot guys in here. Right here. And like there's guys outside this door that I don't even know yet. Unknown hotness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. So Angel is very suggestible. So suggestible. Uh, the other thing that is a big change, and I can't believe I didn't mention it in my list, is we now have baby bangs. The smallest bangs. Tiny bangs. They are so small. Like, you couldn't even put them in a headband. No. They'll just flop right down. <laughs> they're like, they're strong in their shortness. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, you can't do anything. They're going to go down. Yeah, there's no... I'm surprised they don't go straight out, quite honestly. <laughs> they do look like they should go straight out. They're so small. They're tiny. Um, And also, she's getting, she has like a little bit blondish yes highlights now and a very like a more severe bob yeah like they're changing blunt. her hair a lot yes, this but season. it's kind of fun it is fun it's fun um, to see different hairstyles on her but yeah she and angel have a nice little spar sesh then fred is like hey mm-hmm. maybe maybe there's something more mm-hmm. and angel's like oh i guess there is mm-hmm. of oh, course he does it in his angel way where he's like no there's not and then like broodingly stares at some fake flowers yep and i think that also like Obviously, Cordelia was, like, trying to brighten up the place and, yeah. like, make it look better. But he just saw it as, like, oh, well, like, I have to have fake flowers down here. I can't even have the real thing. And she's, like, a real flower because I, I am a vampire. <laughs> I loved – I laughed so hard when he said vampire. Oh, my God. That's, like, the funniest line I've ever heard. Well, and here's the other thing. And because I think that David Boreanaz was great – was very good on Buffy being broody angel. Sure. I loved it. And then the first couple seasons of Angel – He's still doing the broody. There's a lot of brooding. But now he's like full on kind of goofy angel. Yeah. And I love goofy angel. I love angel. goofy angel. So like that whole interaction was so cute because like he said manpire. Yeah. Like the one who dated Buffy would never have said manpire. No. He may have thought it, but then he'd be like, I can't say a joke. Yeah. I must brood. Yeah. But like he's a, he's a kind of a dork. And when he, the way he says it too is like. Without even realizing that he's making a joke, yeah. but like still making the joke, and mm-hmm. then also like not having confidence in himself, mm-hmm. the man pyre, yeah. Which I like. That was so endearing and so yes. funny, and I think I fell in love with Angel right then. I think I'm that. in love with him. I'm, I'm in love with Angel. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was just yeah. He's. I mean, of course, then things get horrible again yeah. for him. We're he's horrible. right back into the angst, but for you know, ten minutes of this episode. It's like, oh, Angel. He's fun. He's a f- I think he's a fun guy. Yeah. I mean, he's a he's a bit of a fuddy-duddy and kind of a dork, but mm-hmm. he's adorable. Um, It was funny. I At one point, I paused the episode to, like, go get something to drink. And I saw that I was 16 minutes into it. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, God. Like, there's no way I've watched 16 minutes of content. So I like, mm-hmm. rewound the whole episode. No, I had. Mm-hmm. The pacing on this episode is so weird. It's very we weird. We spend so much time at the Inquisition. Yes. So much time of just speeches. It was very boring. <laughs> I know. We just talked about how much we love these episodes. They're the best things ever. But the first, I think, like, eight minutes no, of the episode is kind of, I didn't need it. Also, like, 
It was cool to see Darla show up in her like Italian outfit. She looked yeah. really pretty. But like and killed a bunch of people. That's fun. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, it was so much of like, you're an angel. You killed my family. Yeah. Demons must die. I think the the issue the issue that I've always had with Holtz and that I'm finding this rewatch I'm still mm-hmm. having with him is that my ultimate feeling with him is like, we get it. He killed your whole family. Mm-hmm. You know how many people whose whole family he killed? Yeah. Like, you think you're fucking special? No. I mean, I mean, yes. He's special are, now. Yes, you're special now. And like, you were a fairly prolific vampire hunter. Sure. 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 I also wrote, I didn't know they had sunglasses back then. Because he's wearing sunglasses. Holtz. Holtz. And his he has a kind of modern accent. Yep. He didn't even try. No, he didn't really try. I mean, it helps when he jumps forward several hundred years. he fits years. in. He fits in. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah. And we're seeing a little bit of the old Wesley again, mm-hmm. where he's kind of being a little bit more of a fuddy-duddy-ish. Yeah. Which is weird, because we just saw him be kind of dark. Yeah, that's why it feels like it's been six months. Yeah. Because like, even he and his Fred are- short. He's very comfortable talking to Fred. Yeah. He's very comfortable, like, and maybe this show took a break, but, like, uh, like the writers yeah. or something. Because he's around, like, because he last he was avoiding work because he was so consumed with shame and guilt the mm-hmm. last time we saw him. Yeah, and now he's just like working on finding a prophecy. Da, 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 mm-hmm. da. And that was the other thing, and that was the other reason I thought I missed something because we don't ever see them find out about the prophecy. It happened off pay or Which off screen. Just so weird. I totally thought I missed something too when they're like when he's like, "Oh, I've done some work on the prophecy." I was like, "Huh?" Exactly. So I rewound again. I was sixteen minutes in, and I was like, "Oh no, I didn't miss anything." And also, I mean, we do see a little bit of his regret there when he's, like, protective of Fred. Sure. When he thinks that he's yelling at Fred because she keeps saying Kyrum. And he's like, stop using that word. Um, which, first of all, Angel doesn't yell at people. No. So I don't know what what Wesley's talking about. Yeah. But, I mean, I get it. He's very protective. He's very protective of her. Um, and I think he knows that Angel has power over her or thinks that Angel has the ability to hurt her in a deeper way, mm. too. So he's probably like even more sensitive to yes. Angel not being nice to her. But yeah, so Wesley is, yeah, and he and Gunn working together real well. Mm-hmm. Totally. I loved that scene. Yeah. When they are in that guy's house and they're yes. touching all the artifacts. Yeah. And then Gunn is juggling. Yeah. And we kind of also see that they make such a good team. Uh-huh. And I loved, and this was where we saw a little bit of the old Wesley, which was mm-hmm. that he's like such a, buddy daddy when they're trying to break yeah. in and he like has this whole plan to like cut a hole through the like, yeah, like side of the getty villa and, <laughs> yeah. and it's just like try the door yeah and gun just walks in and is like yeah. all right through here yeah let's do it yeah they manage to get the item they're looking for to help them solve the thing do you remember that commercial the dumbass commercial no it was like i can't remember what I feel like it was a Snickers commercial or something. It was like a Super Bowl commercial. But it was like, this guy was like, I'm, uh, it was a job interview. This guy was like, I could do so much for you, Mr. Dumbass. Like, I could get, I'm going to like be such a go-getter. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to be so proud that you hired me, Mr. Dumbass. Like, uh, Mr. Dumbass, thank you so much for the chance to talk to you today. And then the guy who is the guy who owns that house is like, it's Dumas. <laughs> you know what? That sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, it was on a lot. It was like the Aaron Burr milk yeah. commercial. It was on a lot. Yeah. What was it for? That's the question. I, that's why I think it's Snickers. Like, Because remember the Snickers at one point was, need a break? Have a Snickers. Yeah. So I think it could be Snickers. So it was before you aren't you when you're hungry. It was yes. way back. It was before Betty White got involved at all. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think that. I think it was Snickers or, but I 
I did connect it to milk, but I don't think milk was ever like, no, you put your foot in your mouth, have some milk. <laughs> All right. I'm going to take a break. Drink I- some dairy. <laughs> oh, God. God gross. <laughs> While you're looking that up. Yeah. I'm just going to talk a little bit about. So Darla, I thought Julie Benz was great in these two episodes. Mm-hmm. I loved how defeated and like how well she portrayed the like feelings that Darla was dealing with. Because mm-hmm. a lot of it is she's trying to internalize it and not because she's not going to turn to uh, to Angel for help with that kind of stuff. No. What is it? What it's is it A&W for? Root Beer and it's absolutely not the guy I thought it was. <laughs> Uh, that guy must be in something else. He must be. But I saw him and I was like, oh, it's the Dumas guy. And no, this, I'll show you the picture. This is the Dumas guy. Completely other very guy. Very different. Very, very different. <laughs> oh my God. Like, not as different as you could be, like, but like, they never have auditioned for the same roles. No, they're a different type. They're a different type. Oh, Ryan. I'll have to look that up later. Figure out who that man is. He does look very familiar. I, yeah, I feel like he, but it feels like in a commercial, not like a show that I watch. And also he's of that time. I would say. Yes. Like, similar time. I'll fig- I'll find him. I'll track him down. <laughs> it's the last thing I do. But yeah, Darla does... N- going to Angel is her last resort. She's tried everything. She's tried everything. She does not want this baby. No. She does not want this thing. No. She's not even ready to, like, consider that it is a baby. Yeah. It's just a thing. Well, because, like, to her, also, what else could it be but a thing? It's, like, been yeah. created of two, potentially, like, very evil creatures. Right. So she's like, what is this? But I mean, she could, she likes evil. It's true. But she's not even willing to like entertain the idea of like, because it could be, for her, it could be fun to have like a little demon spawn. Yeah. But, but I think she's just like, I don't want this. No, she doesn't want it. She's still figuring out her own life. Well, also she's like probably still kind of like embarrassed about the fact that like she even had sex with Angel because like Ugh. he didn't, he was not affected by it. He slept with her and then ran away. Yeah. Like, walked, not ran away, walked out the door. Not evil. <laughs> Not evil. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, he woke up being like, hey, I never have to touch an evil thing again. I'm happy being a good person. Yeah. Like, she did the opposite to him of what she would have yep. wanted. No, she, like, cemented his, like, goal to be good. Yeah. <laughs> and then just was left with, like, a feeling of rejection. Uh-huh. And, and then she had to go reject Lindsay. Mm-hmm. And then just has this reminder. Uh-huh. So she's, she wants it away. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, but she doesn't always get what she wants. No, poor Darla. And Cordelia, though, is immediately, well, she's pissed at Angel for lying to her. Totally. Which I understand on one level. Mm-hmm. But there's also, like, what does, he shouldn't lie to her, but does she really deserve an answer of whether yeah. they've been together? Like, it's not really her business. I think she sees it as, like, a, signifier of something more not just like you slept with darla Mm -hmm. but it's like when you were being so mean and horrible to us like you went to the darkness more than i thought you did maybe but also i think she just has feelings for him she has feelings for him i think that is underneath all of it but it's like what's on the surface is this thing that's like yeah sure the and honestly the feelings that she has for him those are like that's kind of her problem oh they're her thing it's not she's throwing it on him but Mm -hmm. it's not really he's allowed to have sex with whoever he wants yeah I mean, she just told him that the good outweighed the bad, and the bad was murdering one of her teachers in high school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was like, yeah, the good outweighs it. Yeah. Which, right. unless she really separates Angel and Jealous. Maybe she does. Maybe when she said the good and the bad, she was just talking about Angel. I think that's what she was talking about. But well, I can't also, imagine like, ever saying to Angel's face, the good outweighs the bad. He's murdered so many people. Well, I think she is totally. She must be. She must be, because if you think about 
his entire like swath of destruction from the past. She's totally just talking about And here's Angel. the thing that would happen if I tried to say that to him is I would say it and then I would think about Angelus and then I'd my face would crack. Well, and then so I'd try to say something like sincere. I'd be like, and the good outweighs the bad. And then I'd be like, well. Well, you'd be like, actually, <laughs> sorry, I can't leave it like that. Um, <laughs> I just don't want you to think that I'm saying that like all the stuff you do when you're evil is okay. Yeah, I just mean you as like angel, yeah. not Angelus. Because that I cannot ever excuse, and I no. can't forgive you for that. No, I mean, no one, you can't ask me to. Yeah, and honestly, that's on you. <laughs> that seems like a you issue <laughs> if you can't deal with the fact I'm not going to forget it. Um, but mm. she is both annoyed and angry at Angel, but embraces Darla. And I literally think, and figuratively. Literally is grabbing her, holding her, taking care of her. And I think she is, she is really ascribing, I think there's two things. One is she is like seeing her as a pregnant woman and then seeing her as vulnerable, which we now realize she is anything but. She is, yes. in fact, more powerful than she was yes. before. Um, but she sees her as like maybe good because vampires cannot produce life. And she yes. sees her as a, an expectant mother. Yeah. And then also sees it as like, I think she's failing to see the fact that two people acted. And she looks at it as something that Angel did to her. To Darla. Yeah. I think that's how Darla sees it, too. Totally. And in a way, he did. Like He, he did. He went in there with, like, he was not playing it straight with her. Uh-uh. You know, he didn't play it straight with her two or three times in one night. Well, and also, I mean, it's almost as if, like, it was, like, a condoms thing. Like, because she was like, well, I'm not going to get pregnant. And then Wait, it happened. hold on. Not that he faked it, but... Oh, okay. I thought that might be what you're... I was like, I don't think he would do that. Even no. in his, like... As long as we're talking about Angel, not Angelus. Angelus would totally fake it. Angelus would totally fake it. But I think... Yeah, I don't think he would. I think that's how she's seeing it, though. Where but, she's but like, yeah. you did this to me. We, we weren't supposed to have babies. Yeah. Vampire, vampire's probably 0% on the pill. 0%, 0% prophylactics. Why? <laughs> yeah, th- why? No. Because <laughs> it's all... Poof. It's all just like an air powder. Do you think it wasn't? Poof? I think it was squish. Ah, she should have known. She should have known. She was like, "Oh, there's a wetness and not a powder." <laughs> gross, gross, gross. Oh my god, I'm so gross because like that just starts a whole like line of questions yeah. in my mind because like what's happening inside her? Is there a powder? Because then is it wetness plus powder? Is it like a sludge? Like when you take oh. flour and water and you make, you get, make like, it like a machete? <laughs> so she has a slurry in her body. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Oh man. Uh, uh but yeah, but Cordelia is so uh empathetic to Darla that she's like, I'll take care of care of Darla. And they to go a fault. A hundred percent to a fault. I was like, what are you doing? They go into a room and, and close, close the, the door. door. Crazy. I was like, Darla is Darla. Why did they have the door closed? Leave I think open. to give her pri- to give Darla privacy. But like someone who wasn't Cordelia, Wesley, Fred, yeah. gun. Someone should have thought, hey. Darla's still a vampire, and we've never seen Darla. Maybe Darla the human was okay sometimes, but Darla the vampire, never trustworthy. No. Like, ever. I just feel like everyone there was being a big idiot. Like, they should have <laughs> just had the door open or had, like, no one be alone with Darla. Except Angel. Yeah. Like, always have at least two others there. Mm-hmm. Or door open. Door like, open would have solved a lot. Yeah. But so, of course, like, Cordelia's like, oh, you must be hungry. And she's like, oh, you wouldn't believe. And then tries to, like, well, she basically does bite Cordelia. Yeah, she bites Cordelia, which, of course she does. Yeah, which gives Cordelia a vision. Or she has on the same time. She has on the same time. I guess 
We don't know if it gave it to her or not. Yeah. It just happened. It, it happens, happens at the same, same time. time. Um, but it may have been. They're related. They are related. <laughs> it is about what is like likely going to happen. Yes. Um, and then they go to Caritas. No? Do they? That's what I have on my list. What do they do at Caritas? Oh, with her. Right. Yeah, they take... Uh, they take Darla there. Darla sings really badly. And Lauren's like, uh, you don't even have to sing because <laughs> there's a lot going on with you. Yeah. Um, she She's super preggers. She's extremely pregnant. Oh, wait, no. So she bites Cordelia after that. Okay. Because, right, because she bites her and then um, Angel saves her and then, like, it's like, Cordelia, are you okay? And then they look and she's just gone. <laughs> and they're like, oh, oops. <laughs> I wrote, Lauren fixing the club, Darla is grumpy. Yeah. So I don't know if Darla is grumpy was related. Why didn't they feed her blood there? There's a million solutions. And none of them are like Cordelia and Darla hang out alone. Why are they alone. feeding her? That is weird that they're not feeding her at Caritas. He has blood. He there. has regular blood. Yeah. Honestly, he should be staying at Car- she should be staying at Caritas now that it has like the protection spells. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those, oh, those girls. three gross women are there. It's so funny. I was so psyched talking about these episodes. I liked these episodes so much. I keep remembering the things that I'm like, oh, those women. Yeah. <sighs> They're fine. Uh, They're just angels. I do like that Cordelia and Darla are just like disgusted by them. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I get it. He's a paragon of male virtue or something. <laughs> <laughs> Some bullshit like uh-huh. that. Oh, did you notice that the tomb where they, uh, where Holtz has woken up is underneath that fairground that they go to all the time? Oh. <laughs> that Their favorite fair- fairground? Yeah, their night fair. The night Santa Monica fair? <laughs> yep, the night Santa Monica fair. Yeah. You just pan right down mm-hmm. and there's right the there. tomb. There's Holtz. Um, I laughed so hard. Well, first of all, that demon statue looks a lot like a Kothla, doesn't it? Yes. Um, but I laughed really hard when it had human eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so creepy. <laughs> they were just like little bulging marbles. Yes. Like it looks so weird. It did look really I weird. laughed really hard at that part. Um, when the demon is smoking a cigarette, and then we find out he's not corporeal. So how did he smoke a cigarette? <laughs> he's just, he's <laughs> was it, it a ma- was it like a pretend cigarette? No idea. Is it just like for him to have something to do? But like he can't touch things. Right. So did he just create it out of like Imagination. Imagination. He was imagining. He's like, you know what bad guys do? Smoke cigarettes. cigarettes. Um, What's the demon's name again? Uh, I can't remember. I'm horrible at demon names. (laughs) I do. Uh, I'm just like, they go in one ear and out the other. Um, I can see what it's spelled, but I don't know how to say it. Sahajan. Sahajan. Oh, right. Uh, No, I remember him saying it. Hold on. Sahajan. Sahajan. I think. Um, But yeah, so he basically like... uh, resurrects Holtz. Turns out... Oh, and then, yeah. Yeah, he resurrects Holtz. Yes, that's his... That's his deal. Because he wants to kill Angel. Yes, but he can't because he's not not poor. Yeah, and there are rules. He can't just do that. He should be able to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think... I think the Holt stuff is interesting. I did like the beat of... I'm a demon. I'm going to take you to kill this person. And he's like, okay, I know how demons work. What do I have to do in exchange? And he's like, kill him and don't don't hesitate to kill him. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. He's like, don't have mercy. And yeah, he's like, like, oh, oh no, yeah, no, no, no. That no. was never. I got it. <laughs> don't worry. 
I feel like you uh, maybe you should have negotiated harder, but <laughs> sure, you got it. Like, sure. He doesn't even ask for his immortal soul or anything. No, nothing. He's just like, kill him. Yeah. I mean, I guess he wants it really bad. He really wants to I kill mean, him. His family. Not only did Angel and Darla murder his baby, his daughter, and his uh, wife, but they taunted him about it. Like, it was pretty mean. Yeah. And I think also there must be some, not to say that he should feel this way, but, mm-hmm. and this is kind of going into the episode of Quickening, because this is where we see the kids and, or the, the baby and the child yes. and the mom get killed. But it's basically, Holtz was a vampire hunter, had yes. been hunting Darla and Angel for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they left a note saying, like, how can you protect others when you can't protect your own? Yes. And I think somewhere in his mind, he must be thinking, like, I was so obsessive in my attempt to kill Angel and Darla, Angelus and Darla, that I I forgot about what was important, which is my family. Like, I forgot to protect the thing I'm trying to protect. Especially, like, he didn't even tell his daughter not to invite strangers in the house. His mom mom did, not him. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, that's, like, basic shit. If you're a vampire yeah. hunter, you make sure everyone in the family knows, literally, no one gets invited in. No one in. And also, like, if you can't make that message yourself, like, send a courier. Send someone to tell them. Because, like, I feel like you would train them to, even if they said, like, your dad talks about you all the time, you would you would not invite them in. You would take a step back and you'd be like, are you coming in or not? Yeah. And if they can't, then you know they're vampires and then you shoot them with a stake. Yeah. Like, train them. Like, you. Yeah. he did leave them unprotected. He left a baby. He came back yeah. long enough to impregnate his wife, but not to teach her how to protect herself. And like, yeah, you just, t- you you know what you do? You set up a little shack outside just mm-hmm. in case anybody comes and they need to sleep over, right? Yeah. And then you tell the kid, if someone comes and they say that they like know me, just say, all right, you can sleep in that shack out there and I'll talk to you in the morning in, in the sunshine. Oh, that's a great idea. Then we don't accept night visitors. Yeah, sorry. You can you can wait oh, it out in you that know what? barn. The shack has hay, but it's all been soaked in holy water. Yeah, there you go. It's damp hay. <laughs> there you go. So then you're like, oh, sure, sleep out there. Sorry, the the hay's a little damp. <laughs> but uh, I'll see. I'll see you in the morning. I think that's totally true. You don't answer the door at night at all. No, ever. No, no visitors. No, no solicitors. Visitors. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I mean, because here's the thing that I've always thought. Not always, but when I watch these shows, because they often are like standing straight at the doorway, mm-hmm. that's the perfect time to stake them. Yeah. Crossbow. Yeah. Do Not it. Pff. Yeah. That, <laughs> save that for a <laughs> little romance. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's totally the plan. And he really, I think he failed his family by not equipping them yes. at all. And so I think that that guilt, of course, he's not. He's from the fucking 1800s. He's not going to accept that guilt. And he's a man right. in the 1800s. Well, and what is the rest of his life? Exactly. His family's been murdered. His job, he's failed at. Yeah. Like, there's a part of it where it's like, and I know that it's kind of a foregone conclusion he's going to accept the uh, offer, but it's also like, of course, he's, what else is he doing? He has no other options. Yeah. He has no family. Yeah. You're offering him to fulfill his life's purpose? Yeah. yeah he's going to take it. Like, totally. Otherwise, he's just going to sit there and stare at a fire. Oh, God. <laughs> it kind of, though, reminded me of 
uh, the Fear Street Saga books. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's just like, revenge, revenge. <laughs> and like fire. <laughs> yeah. And also like he comes from that like olden times. Yeah. I wanted to expect him just to be laughing until the day he died. Oh, my God. <laughs> and like his little outfit. Uh-huh. And he's wearing his like. His breeches and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And like the little coat that has like the little half coat on yes. top. <laughs> little vest. Um, But no, he does come to the future. And luckily there are four very very shitty televisions playing different events from the last 200 years to catch him up that is such a classic trope that i think does nothing to actually catch people no. up because there's no context there's well, no and how are no you supposed to watch four things at once yeah. you're not watching four th- like here's the thing if you wanted to sh- tell me like captain mary comes out of the ice someone handed him a stack of newsreels mm-hmm. and he was like to put them in like watch them like you binge watch tv mm-hmm. okay sure i'll believe you but you're going to put it on seven different TVs, seven different things. And it doesn't seem to be telling anything in any kind of narrative, too. No. They're just images. They're just images. So, like, look, an atom bomb has gone off. That was so <laughs> They're like, the shuttle, a bomb, and, like, no sound. No sound. And, and, like, <laughs> like, and all of this is not going to help you. Knowing that we've been to the moon is not going to help you kill Angelus. Like, this just reminds me of, like, honestly, like... This is going to sound really mean to my grandpa, but this is just like if I put on like, I'm trying to think of a show where they like an episode of 30 Rock in front of my grandpa who doesn't speak English and Mm -hmm. is deaf (laughs) where it's like he's not going to like he's going to watch it with as much. Yeah. yeah. And and I and I was getting those kind of vibes from from Holtz because he's just like sitting there like, okay, because how is he? I mean, I would get if he was like here. This is a gun. Mm-hmm. It's similar to the pistols you remember, but it's very different. We you can do this. If it was like things that are going to get you closer to killing Angel, how's the atom bomb going to help them? How how is space <laughs> space Kelly? What like Angel's going to go? Hey, I'll let you kill me if you can answer one question. Let you kill me if if you meet me on the moon. <laughs> how many people have put their feet on the moon? What do you say, Holtz? <laughs> What? <laughs> Why does he know about space? <laughs> I mean, it's cool. Like, if I jump forward 200 years in the future, I want an update. But I don't want it with archaic technology, five yeah. things playing at once. Also, like, let's say I'm going into the future just, like, for fun. Uh-huh. Then, sure, I want to know everything. If I'm going in the future with the sole <laughs> purpose to, like, revenge kill someone, like, I just want to know what I need to know. And honestly, catch me up on that person. Sure. Oh, but maybe he doesn't want to because he doesn't want to tell him he's a hero now. Is yeah, maybe. Maybe he doesn't want to tell him. But like I think all everything I would want to know in a revenge killing scenario is about the person I'm trying to revenge kill. Yeah. And their family. Um, which also reminds me of Fear Street because they don't know anything about the people they're trying to revenge kill, so they keep accidentally killing each other. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, you you gotta know everything to know about the people you're revenge killing. Totally. And I think he's also trying to hide the fact, too, because I think he knows. Oh, right. He does know. Because um, the child that Angel and Darla have sired yes. is has a soul. Right. And so that's, like, an important thing. We're not sure how it's important, but and everybody's interested. Yes. In a heartbeat? Yeah, in a heartbeat. So it's alive. It's a live human boy child with a soul. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. So... And then this is, they learn that in the first episode. And then in the second episode, it's a lot of. I find about the boy part in the second, oh, right? With the sonogram. Oh, right. In the second, yes. The, 
The soul part we just know, and the heartbeat part we just know because Angel like touches the tummy and knows. And we hear, well, we hear the heartbeat goes like boom, 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 Angel's like, and Darla's like, I know it's awful. This is the worst. Yep, she's like, get it out. Um, and he's like, I'm not going to let you. And she's like, oh, shucks. Yeah, she's like, well, I don't want it. And then he gets very protective of the child. Yes. Which I get. Which I get. Especially because she's, here's the thing. In general, her body, her choice, mm-hmm. like 100%, she looks so pregnant at this point. She's She looks ready to pop. You could like bump into her and yeah, like, it would the just baby would like, out. explode out. If she was a human, she could get a C-section at this point. Oh, totally. So at this point, I'm like, I'm back to like, Angel has a right to have an opinion. Yeah. Usually I'm like, shut your mouth, man. Yeah. <laughs> but she's like so ready to go. She's like, the ba- that baby could live without her. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't, whatever, we don't know yet. Because yeah. it's about to be born. But it's a baby now. And she's also said, so basically, because she said that she's tried to get rid of this baby. Yes. It's being protected by some mystical forces. Right. And um, I did love that uh, just how like blase she is about the whole mm-hmm. thing. Because... Um, uh, guns like so if I like shot your stomach right now with this crossbow it would die and she's like do it try it <laughs> and, and Angel's like no no that's a danger thing <laughs> he's sharp um, also they kept talking about like uh, the thing coming out of her and skittering around oh my god it grossed me that. out so much it's so gross skittering it's, it's so like alien yes Um, we haven't talked at all about Wolfman Heart no, that's a lot of this episode. Yeah, these episodes, both of them, because we're kind of like sliding in. Yeah, I feel like it's so like both of them go together yes. so much. I mean, come on, offspring and quickening. Yeah, it's gotta come on, be. gotta be. And then there's labor at the end. Yeah, there you go. There. Um. Okay. So Lila is not still not doing her job very well. No, <laughs> she she's getting played all over the place. Yeah, she's. What did I write? I wrote. His mailroom boy comes in. Lila's getting bested left and right. Yeah, she does. She gets bested all over the place. Yeah. Mailroom guy comes in and is like, hey, I've always admired you. And she's like, stop right there. I'm not going to sleep with you. I don't date people in the mailroom. Yeah. Though she probably would. Yeah. If you approached her while she's playing golf late at night yeah. on her computer. And he's like, no, I, it was time for me to decide where my loyalties lie. So she assumes by him saying that he's talking about being on her team. Yeah. And he gives her this D- DVD. Yeah. And the DVD has footage of her making out with Angel. Mm-hmm. As if anyone gives a shit. Well, I mean, Gavin says as much, which was such a blow. It was a blow. But it's also like... It's also true. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if she slept with Angel and that gave her advantage, Wolfram and Hart would be so happy. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's not like they had footage of her telling him, I love you. <laughs> and like, I would do anything for you. I would tell you all of Wolfram and Hart's secrets for, for you. It wasn't like a blood oath. No. It was like a little makeout session. Yeah, it wasn't a blood oath like what she was doing earlier. She was signing <laughs> oh, that paper right. with her blood. <laughs> okay, that was worth all the Lila. Yeah. So she goes downstairs to confront, confront Gavin. And Gavin's like, yeah, whatever. You're not a threat to me. He's like, he literally holds up the disc and it's like, this? Nobody cares Nobody about cares. This. That you, Oh, because he also knows that it was an old man in Angel's body. Yeah. So he's like, what? That you made out with an old man in Angel's body? It's so embarrassing. Dream on. So embarrassing. Like, he totally has hand here. And it's just like, <sighs> oh, she is just, I mean, she is kind of showing that she is smart at picking things up, though. Yes. Because he hasn't really looked over any of the transcripts. Which is insane. Yeah. Um, and of course, per usual, the guy who's monitoring everything wears a basketball backwards baseball cap. Looks like he hasn't slept in several days. Ponytail. Ponytail. He's ready to go. Yeah. 
and uh, straight out of central casting. Yep. <laughs> and uh, she's like, okay. She like flips open the thing and she's like, who's unidentified pregnant female? Yeah. And they're like, oh, uh, huh. Put in the thing. <laughs> Oops, it's Darla. Which then they're like, oh my goo, what? We better do some research on this. <laughs> we'll get our best guys on it. Yeah. Who are all psychics. Mm-hmm. Which, sure. But they already showed they didn't do it right the first time. Yeah. And <laughs> you need book people. Yeah. That's the thing with Wolfram and Hart sometimes. I feel like especially because they're supposed to be a law firm. Like, lawyers do research. Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. There's so a like, ton of research. How are there no paralegals at Wolfram and Hart? I don't understand. <laughs> Instead of paralegals, they just have psychics that are terrified of them. Oh, my God. When the one psychic's like, you're going to kill me. Yeah. It's like, yep. It's like, I'll let you get a chance. I'll get. I'll let you get a chance to get out of this. And he's like, no, you won't. You're going to kill me. And he's like, mm-hmm. Too yeah. bad you couldn't have thought of that earlier. Or you could, too bad you couldn't have had that kind of insight earlier. Oh, he's such an ass. Dang. I mean, he didn't get his first wife and his new girlfriend and his... Oh, yeah. And then when he's like, um, you know, when the senior partners need someone to step forward, I'll do it. And Lana's like, oh, wow. And he's like, and I'll blame you. You'll be a great sca- scapegoat. And she's like, God damn it. <laughs> oh, jeez. So poor Lila. And then Lila's like, I know what to do. And so she, like, calls up the guy that's, like, lighting things yeah. on fire in his dark apartment. Gets I a sword. Kept, I thought we were going to, like, pan over to, like, a person he's torturing. Yeah. Someone he murdered. But no, he's literally alone in his apartment playing with fire. There's no furniture except for his sword. No. And he's sitting on the floor. He's sitting on the floor. He does call the sword over. Sure. That's He's very cool. buff. He also is able to burn things through his hand, but not in his hand. Yeah. He also puts out the fire with his fingies. Yeah, I think she, like, met him at the gym. Yeah. And, I mean, he's so easily bested. It's very embarrassing. It's embarrassing for all. For all involved. <laughs> so, basically, they're, like, while poor Lila is, like, just just being bested left and she's right. She's doing what she can, but she's failing. While this is all happening on her end, the, I almost called them the Scoobies. Uh, <laughs> the gang. The gang is, like, we got to figure out what is inside of Yeah. Dark. And they're all, like, we can't take her to the hospital. But we can take her to the hospital equipment. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> that was weird. And then they're uh, I had a couple questions. Okay, let's, so let's they're, talk about so it. So they're like, well, we're going to go to this teaching hospital. Great. They go to this teaching hospital. And somehow, Wesley knows how to identify, like, what... A son- a, he knows how to use a sonogram. Knows how to use it and knows how to read it. Yeah. Which I people I, go to school for many, many years to do yeah, that. I mean, when I was looking at it, I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah. But he's like, oh, it's a human boy. I was like, what? Maybe he like watches sonogram videos like on Ew. Oh, YouTube didn't even exist. No, he, he can't. <laughs> he just checks them out no, wait, on uh, microfiche. <laughs> wait, you can't watch video. <laughs> he goes to the library, he goes, uh, excuse me, uh, do you have any sonogram videos? And then they'd be like, pervert, get out of here. Perfect. <laughs> you like looking at unborn babies. Get out. We know what you do with those pictures. <laughs> but no, you're right. You have to like be skilled. Also, and it does make for a great moment later in the episode, but the idea that they choose an operating theater. Okay, one, yeah. you don't get a sonogram in an operating theater like that. Two, <laughs> that they choose an operating theater that is like multi-leveled, yeah. huge. It's like, all right, guys. They choose, like, basically a place where they are cornered from every angle. Uh-huh. Like an amphitheater, but, yeah. like, reverse, Like, they're at the bottom. Yeah. And they're just, where like, all points converge to where yes. they are. So 
basically, like, there are so many people that want a piece of this baby or just this situation. Yeah. Because we've got so many different players here. Totally. We've got that little turd that's playing all sides at the law firm who's reporting to someone else we find out. He's not even playing. He's... He's just trying to find out the information that Gavin has. Yes. So he can report to his master, which is a very funny phone tree. Yes. I was like, for Ben, press one. For Karen, press two. For the all evil knowing master. <laughs> so he presses three and uh, reports to that person that yeah. it's, like, it's happening. Uh-huh. Then we've got Sajin. Yes. And Holtz. Right. Who want in on that action too, but they uh-huh. don't really know about the baby so much more just wanting to kill Angel. Yeah, they just want to kill Angel. And Darla, I think. And Darla. Um, and then we've got We have the assassin that Lila calls. And then the vampires who want to worship Dar- Darla's unborn baby. Uh-huh. Or baby, I guess. Yeah. So all these people want a piece of this. So it is a very chaotic, like it's a lot of people keep trying to get yes. get in on it. There's a lot happening. So it, I did like the twist that was kind of funny where it was like all the um, the vampires are surrounding and Darla's like, hmm, I'm sitting this one out. Right, because they're like, we're going to kill all the humans. Yeah, and she's like, fine. Well, she says, I'm going to be Switzerland, which I appreciated that she didn't say like, oh, I'll be, I'll kill the humans myself. Yeah. She was like, eh, I'll see who wins and then yeah. I'll be on their side. Yeah. And then she finds out that they plan to eat her eyeballs and uh-huh. her entrails. Yeah. Then use that to worship the baby. And yep. she's like, mm, okay, I'm fighting. <laughs> and I did like, too, that she was like, let's show – I want to show these, like, young vampires, like, what's up. Yeah. Because she is so old. She, yeah. She's been around the block. I mean, I guess she's old. They never really talk about – she shouldn't be that strong. Yeah. Because right. she was reborn. Yeah. When she came back. I guess her mind, like, her self is old. But that wouldn't make her physically stronger. No. I think she just thinks she's a smarter fighter, maybe. Who knows? I don't know. Um, I remember in an baby. episode called Welcome to the Hellmouthy Part 2. No, The Harvest, mm-hmm. in which she got bested by a 16-year-old who was only sort of good at slaying. That's true. <laughs> Along with Angel. He also helped murder her. Yeah, that's true. Um, Yeah. So there's a lot of moving pieces. A lot. And also in multiple locations. Yeah. We've got people at the hotel. Uh-huh. We've got people at the hospital. Uh-huh. We've got oh, yeah, people killing dudes. each other for, like, no reason. Yeah, because they were, like, SWAT dudes. I forgot about those dudes. Those dudes are the guys that Wolfram and Hart sends. Yes. Oh, my God. So many people. Because they're trying to get it down before Singapore, and then Muncie gets involved. Yeah. <laughs> I liked that joke. Um, yeah. I really liked the shot of all six of them in that car, or seven of them. Yeah, me too. It I was loved like, that. I mean, it, Darla could not. I don't know if Darla could ever really fit in with the gang. No. <laughs> She's pretty evil. But for that moment, it was cute. And I also liked that she, like, is starting to feel something. Mm-hmm. And, like, was kind of upset and was, like, crying in the car. And when Angel's, like, or was it Wes? Someone says, like, is it because you saw the sonogram and saw yeah. it? And she was, like, it's nothing. I'm fine. Yeah. Well, and then when Angel leaves, she's, like, Angel. And then he turns back and she, like, can't. She can't. Can't say it. So then he's like, all right, I'm going. <laughs> well, he's going to, like, help protect her. Yeah. 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 He's not blowing her off. No. He's like, see ya. Uh, <laughs> he's like, uh, when I get back, maybe you tell me what you're saying. I don't know. This is so chaotic. Because, yeah, we have the, all the chaos happening in the amphitheater thing. Yes. And then when they get back to the – so Angel is, I guess, just taking a little while to get to the hotel. Because in well, the meantime 
Yeah. I mean, he says, I'll be back in five minutes. Yeah. But he doesn't come in time to, like, fight Holtz. Right. That happens while he's at the hospital. Yeah. So during while he's at the hospital, the SWAT guys are there. And then Holtz shows up. And I did, like, uh, when that Wolf and Heart dude was like, why is this pirate with a sword? Who is this guy? <laughs> but, oh, and then, no, they've got another guy that wants a piece of the action. The creepy doctor. Oh, yeah. Creepy doctor. Because he wants to, like, vivisect it. Yeah. He's looking forward to, like, cutting it up. Yeah. So... He's there, too, with the SWAT team. Yeah. And the only people who know that potentially this spontaneous birth may be related to the apocalypse or that otherwise the apocalypse might be happening is Angel. Yeah. And his crew. Mm -hmm. Which is very much a part of the very beginning of these two episodes. But by the end, everyone seems to have forgotten. Yeah. Everyone's forgotten. (laughs) Everyone's, like, moved right on. And it's like, guys, but the apocalypse might still happen. Yeah. Um... And, I mean, Fred calls out that it might be the baby mm-hmm. immediately. She's like, well, we were looking for something weird. Yeah. Maybe this is the apocalypse. Yeah. And I think everyone was like, huh, maybe, and then forgot about the apocalypse. Yeah. They're like, uh, uh we've got other stuff to do. Yeah. There's, like, bigger fish, but no, put a pin in it. Yeah. Like, we'll talk about it later. Remind me to talk to you about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Worst words. That's yeah. always the worst because it's always like, oh, there's bad news that you don't want to tell me right yeah. now that yeah. we're going to have to talk about later. Yeah. Um, And it's going to be my job to remind you. To bring it about. To bring it out. Ugh. Even though I like my del- – I like that I don't know right now. Yeah. I like this world that I'm living in. Yeah, let's keep that. Um, But so so now it's the, the, uh, the, it's the doctor's thought, that creepy doctor's thought, that – He's going to lie there and wait, basically. Mm -hmm. But then in comes Holtz, and then there's a big fight. And then we find out that Holtz has killed them all. Yeah, because he's a beast. And that doctor has little chicken feet. (laughs) What? And also, he wasn't wearing shoes, so this whole time he's just walking around with bare chicken feet. (laughs) And they're so small and weird. They're so gross. It's like he's wearing, like, slacks, Uh and then it's just little Little bare chicken feet. That was, like, actually kind of a funny – it was funny. It was, yeah. like, a funny detail because Angel sees it and, like, sees the dead body and it pans yeah. down. And then he's like, oh, How does this episode end? Uh, oh. Her going to labor. Oh, my God. Car. Yes. Because, of course, Fred says uh, – or someone's like, well, can't we just wait for Angel for another minute? And she's like, well, what could happen in a minute? Well, it's not her fault. No. She doesn't – No. I but mean, it's just like in classic uh, TV show fashion. Of course. Well, in classic TV show fashion, someone's having giving birth in a car. Yep. In a city where mm-hmm. there's hospitals everywhere. Mm-hmm. They can't take her to a hospital. I think that they could take her to the emergency room and sneak her out. Totally. Because it's not like, I mean, I guess they maybe take blood, but I don't think if you're like in labor, they deliver the baby. Yeah. They're not going to like stop and ask questions. Yeah. What yeah, they, they gotta do. They like, gotta take not, care of this. Yeah, they want you to like give birth in the waiting room. <laughs> That's true. They could have just taken her, but so it ends with her being like, Ugh! "Oh my god, who knows what's gonna happen?" I know it was a really, it was really hard to not watch further. Yeah. Um. Ugh. Yeah, it was really difficult. I do like that there's still a runner that Gun thinks everything is solved by going to Vegas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you think Gun maybe has never been to Vegas? He has, like, ideas of what it's like. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Because he's an L.A. boy. It's true. But, like, 
his lifestyle was not like, let's go spend money. Like his lifestyle yeah. was like fighting demons or fighting mm-hmm. vampires. Because mm-hmm. he is always like, Vegas? <laughs> we got a super pregnant lady and yeah. a convertible. Yeah. Let's drive to Vegas. Let's go to Vegas. In the middle of the night. Hope we hopefully we beat Dawn and none of the vampires in the car in the car die burst into flames, (laughs) or just you know have a little bit of smoke coming off of them. Oh, just like a little bit of smoke, depending on the mood Mm -hmm. of the writers that Mm -hmm. day. Also, did did Holtz end up bringing those demon fighter boys with him, or was it just him at the hotel? I think it was just him. I don't remember the demon fighter boys seeing them outside of the club, outside of the punching club. The I guess it was a boxing club. Whereas sometimes they murder each other and there's only four of them in the first place. So, like, maybe don't murder each other. Now there's three. (laughs) And there's one guy that's just doing crunches or, like, L-ups. There's, like, two guys, like, killing each other. Yeah. One dude, like, punching a bag and Mm -hmm. another dude doing L-ups. And and they're stupid. They're minions. They're dumb. That's, like, their deal. Mm Mm-hmm. Is they're dumb. Which, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Didn't that one dude's hair look really fake? Sajin's human form? His hair looks so fake. It might be plugs. Aw. Or a wig. Yeah, early 2000s plugs. Oh, man. It was so different then. It was. Because they look real now. Yeah. If you get them good. Yes. It's true. <laughs> and now I'm just, like, thinking of all the plugs in the world. Because, <laughs> like, Steve, Steve Carell probably had plugs. Yeah. Because, like, in the first season, The Office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Will Arnett had plugs. They look good. Mm-hmm. I've seen, like, really good ones. And then really bad ones. When they're, like, placed too much, like, uh, symmetrically. You know what I mean? Like, boink, 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 yeah, boink, yeah. Boink, 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 boink. It doesn't look like natural hair. No. There's a guy on Drag Race right now who has like a huge bald spot on the back of his head. Uh huh. And it's weird because like when they're like in non drag, mm-hmm. they don't always like turn out. Mm-hmm. But it's just so weird because I just feel like I'm surprised he hasn't done something. Yeah. It just feels weird. It's like, I mean, it's it like costs a lot of money, maybe. Maybe. Costs or maybe a lot. he likes it. Yeah. But it's not like, it's just, it's like that spot. Just right there. The like, the one where it's like, it's like a perfect circle. Perfect circle. Like, I don't know, five mm-hmm. inches diameter. And I always am watching it. I'm like, maybe that's what he's going to do with his winnings. Maybe. Because I do know that plugs, like good ones, are very expensive. Cost a lot. So maybe he's saving up for some like really good ones. Yeah. And there's not really anything you can do. I guess you can grow your hair long I and guess. wear it in a ponytail in the back. Or do like a, have you seen that picture? Oh my God. It's like a guy has a man bun, and then when it's down, it's like he only has hair, like, yes, like the monk tonsure. I think because this guy almost has like monk hair. <laughs> I think that's, I feel like that might be the answer. Yeah. Do it really long and then just always do that. I mean, there's another guy who's great and like is great on runway and one of my faves, but has shaved half of both of his eyebrows. Like, he only has the inner halves of both eyebrows. Why? Just for the look? I don't know. I mean, I think it lets him, because he draws in a very thick eyebrow when he's doing drag. So I don't know if it's like it lets him change his arch. Easier. Yeah, because it's just like this part. Oh, I see. Okay, maybe. this part is like, I mean, when I said shaved, he might wax. I have no idea. Or maybe he has alopecia just right there. That'd be really symmetrical. Maybe, but he has a very full head of hair. Yeah. So that would be weird to just have alopecia on two perfectly parts. symmetrical parts of your <laughs> eyebrows but it is always funny to like because you see them on runway and they're like flawless and then they're like normal people mm-hmm. and you're like oh you're humans mm-hmm. we're all just humans i mean there's some people who are better oh yeah 
Well, there are better humans, but we're all humans. <laughs> there are better and you worse can, humans. You can rank us. Yeah. We are rankable. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm trying to look because I feel like for an episode, two episodes that had so much happening, I feel like I didn't have as much to say about them. Mostly because I wasn't angry about a lot of stuff. Yeah, there wasn't a lot to nitpick. Oh, man. We also recorded an episode of Buffy, and there was a thing I wanted to talk about that I just remembered. Oh, no. <laughs> I hate that. So, like, I can't talk about that. But that was a thing that I haven't talked to you about. Um, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did like the Caritas thing. I liked that uh, Lauren dealing with the contractor and the contractor just being like, I just want this place to be the best place I it know. can be. And I was like, oh, you jerk. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. And I'm excited that, like, Caritas is going to be a place again. Yes. And that humans it. will not be able to be dicks there either. Yes. Thank God. Yeah. That's what we needed. We absolutely needed that. And honestly, it was kind of an oversight of Lawrence. In the yeah. Why place. didn't they do that before? Especially I mean, if you're going to let humans in. He, you know what? He was giving too much faith to humans. Well, quite honestly. Yeah. That was that was the problem. That, that was the problem. problem. That was for me. I mean, you think he'd been here for <laughs> a long time. It's like, hey, remember the main group of beings in Pelia? They suck too. Yeah. Remember your family? Group of beings. (laughs) I don't know. Dominant species? I guess that's what I should have said. Okay. Also, it was funny in a way when Cordelia was reacting to Darla being pregnant and being mad at uh, an angel and kept being like, men. And I was like, Cordelia, when was the last time you even dated a man? I know. Which, you're allowed to get mad at men. But like, also, this is not like, this is not your fight. This is never, I mean, I guess she got pregnant that one time. When she said I was pregnant once, my brain immediate was like, did she have an abortion? Me I didn't too. remember. <laughs> I was like, I was in like, high school? That's what I thought. And I was like, oh, this is seen. It's going to get so much more. I was like, I didn't remember this. And then she was like, oh, it was like a day. And I was like, oh, yeah. It was a Ken Marino episode. Yeah. I was like, oh, Ken Marino got you pregnant. I remember. Uh-huh. And then you went into a pool with a bunch of other pregnant ladies. Oh, my and God. And then everything like exited you Ew. in the pool, but Ew. we don't know what happened. Remember? Ew. Yeah. Because she got out of the pool and it was gone. Flat. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, when she first said that, I was like, <gasps> scandal. But it wasn't. Mm-mm. It was something we had seen. We knew all about it. Yeah. I totally thought she had an abortion. Yeah. And it would have – I think that that could happen. Like, that's conceivable on this show, mm-hmm. that she would tell that story. Mm-hmm. And then Dara would be like, I wish. I know. That's like, all I wanted to do for the best. If only it were that simple. That's probably what she would say. And then – Cordelia would be like, wow, that was a really bitchy thing to say because I was like opening up to you about my abortion. And um, she's like, it's almost as bad as if you bit my neck. <laughs> uh, I can make that come true. Uh, she's still evil. It's hard to remember that when yeah, she like she's looks weak. prone and yeah. weak. Yeah. But in fact, she's stronger than everybody. Yeah. Well, and she kills all those people in the bus or half the people on the bus. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. <laughs> and that bus driver is like, uh. <laughs> and she's like, who said? Public transportation doesn't doesn't exist in LA, and I was like, one, anyone who said it doesn't exist has never been wrong. to LA. <laughs> it exists. I mean, maybe it's more now, but like, yeah, it, ex- it exists. exists. It's not. It's not as good as other cities. Yeah, like I, it doesn't deserve to be top ranked. But no one says like, there's literally no public transportation here. Yeah. It's like, well, no, there's buses like on every street in the city. Yeah, like street of significance. Yeah. Um, every street in the city yeah these episodes man they were really good but maybe that's why I don't have so many notes I also like this thing too where um, when the little turd that was like playing everybody said to Lila um, 
you know, those exterminators that Gavin sent did, don't get rid of bugs. I was like, duh. You seriously thought that Gavin just sent exterminators to exterminate pests at Well, no, because he wanted to say they leave bugs, as if that's clever. A, not clever. B, it's not a surprise. So everybody knew, like, and the fact that Lila even, like, humored him with, like, oh, really? Well, because uh, once she sees the video, she knows where that video was taken. <laughs> this <laughs> is knows- Angels. <laughs> yeah, and she's he- like, yeah, she knows what angle it is. Like, yeah, there must be a bug at Angels. And it's not like Angel took those videos and sent it to them. So it's like, no. obviously, he doesn't know they're existing. Oh, I also liked when they're reading the transcriptions, and he's like, what are these, like, weird sounds? And uh-huh. then he's like, oh, the... Uh, the female sparring with Angel, mm-hmm. like, punched him in the face too hard. Yeah. <laughs> so I liked that, too. That was cute. Um, so, yeah, we kind of see, like, there is perhaps something or perhaps was something budding between Angel and Cordelia. But now it's a little bit complicated because mm-hmm. of the whole Darla thing. Um, Darla's about to give birth to what? We'll find out. Mm-hmm. We know it's a human boy type thing uh, with a soul. Um, we know that now Wolf Moonheart is, like, very interested. Again, it seems like they kind of forgot about Angel for a while. Yeah. I mean, I mean Gavin Lila didn't. didn't. Gavin Lila didn't. and Gavin are Gavin's on Gavin's been it. hanging out in the basement watching yeah. tapes. Yeah. Um, but that, like, white-haired man was like, oh, yeah, Angel. Well, and there's a level of it, and I guess if the senior partners get involved, where it kind of begs the question of, like, if Apocalypse is on the table, separate from this baby, the senior partners don't benefit from Apocalypse. No. Like, no one benefits. they go away. Yeah, no one benefits from Apocalypse except... Drusilla. (laughs) Except (laughs) beings that are truly nihilistic. Yeah. So, like, whereas the senior partners we know, they're, like, eternal things. Mm -hmm. So they don't want to pop. Like, again, I guess I'm back to, let's remember about the apocalypse thing. Yeah. Yeah. People kept getting distracted by it. And it was, or from it. What happened at the moment when she said three, two, one? That was when Holtz came? When Fred was like, Oh, according yeah. to my times, it's three, two, two one, one, and Holtz then Holtz arrived. arrived. So yeah, they from that point, Angel Investigations just forgets mm-hmm. that sh- stuff's supposed to be going really dangerous. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, it bugs me. Well, I think that we will be seeing the fallout from that. I mean, I don't shortly. know. I don't know, Kelly. I feel <laughs> like they drop it and we just never go back. And it's like, this was the time. <laughs> and- and I think it just ends up being really peaceful, and they end up moving to uh, Topanga Canyon. Topanga Canyon, <laughs> living on a sweet little ranch together. Uh-huh. Yeah, someone's written that fanfic. I'm sure. I'm sure it's like alternate season three. Yeah, yeah. Or are they just like, hey guys, let's just retire. <laughs> Darla brings her child. Sure. Aw, so cute. Aw, that'd be cute. <laughs> Lauren like visits on weekends. Yeah, he's fun. He's fun. Um, do you think there's anybody, and maybe, I know we're watching something from, like, 16 years ago, but do you think there's anybody in modern times who needs to be explained to them what Braxton Hicks is? What's Braxton Hicks? False labor. I feel like every fucking show, they will have false labor, the person will say it's Braxton Hicks, and then we'll explain that it's false labor. And it's like, well, either we're all learning this vocabulary, or maybe you just say false labor. Yeah. Wesley doesn't have to say Braxton Hicks, he could just say false labor. I think here's the thing. I I don't know what Bra- I didn't know from the name okay. what Bra- Braxton Hicks was. But when he said it's just Braxton Hicks, I was like, okay, I know what's happening. Yeah, she's not having a baby right now. Right. It just and I like- know the idea of false labor, so I think I put the idea in my head. And when you said yeah. it again, now I didn't remember the connection. Right. 
It just feels like every it ha- one it happens on TV. All, it happens in real life a lot. So anyone who's had a baby probably is familiar with it. Yeah, and then it happens on TV all the time. And I was just like, yeah, no, I get it. Also, I feel like TV shows do that a lot, where they like mention any any kind of term that yeah. can be termed terminology. Yes, and then they're like, oh, it's like the book. Like, it's this pot beat blah 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 blah. Right. Let me explain the thing I just said. And it's like, all right. Yeah. Let me Google it if you need to. But I also think, I don't think he needed to say Braxton Hicks at all. He could have just said it's false labor. Mm-hmm. Or just the other one. Or just it's Braxton Hicks. Yeah. She's not. I didn't write that down. As, now, I'm, now I'm just looking for nitpicks. But I was yeah. like, come on, bro. <laughs> you don't have to explain to me what that is. Yeah. They were just good episodes and they made me really excited for what was going to happen next. Ooh, eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. Because what's coming up is is your favorite arc of the show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm really excited to see how I feel this about time. the yeah I mean every single other time I've been enraged 90% of the time so I think we'll have plenty more to nitpick yeah it's gonna be later we won't start off so excited every time no, no but we'll get in deep <laughs> um yeah I think that pretty much covers it yeah nothing else I got nothing no go bogo okay well if you guys are watching along with us you're watching Buffy Next week, we're doing Once More with Feeling. Ooh, that's a musical episode. La, 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 la. La. (laughs) And then, if you're watching Angel with us only, (laughs) because I guess you are if you're, whatever. I mean, if you don't quit after this short episode where we ran out of steam pretty hard at the end. Yeah. We're going to be coming back with Lullaby and Dad. Uh, Two guesses as to what happens in those episodes. Does the baby get born? We finally meet. Angel's father. <laughs> Angel's father. Angel. <laughs> it's your father. How's it been? <laughs> cool. <laughs> his first words his, his son after like 300 years are, how's it been? Angel's <laughs> like ups, downs, you know. In-betweens. <laughs> <sighs> 